Like many of my episodes, I have been thinking about this one for quite some time. And with the new year approaching, seems like a very good time to talk about the very nature of a path of wellness. You see, these annual New Year's attempts at resolutions, they're just an example of pausing on a specific point or location along our lives' timeline to consider our choices and the decisions that we make. And it's made a bit absurd here in New Year's because it's just a single day and we can certainly choose any given moment or point along our journey to make a conscious, thoughtful decision. In fact, how many of us actually limit these healthful declarations to only January 1st, right? What about birthdays or in-between relationships or as frequently as every time you think about dinner? There are lots of moments of choice opportunities, as I call them, in a given day. And I'm darn sure most, if not all of us, experience at least a daily moment, maybe lying in bed or something at night, when we consider the one or two or 100 choices we have in front of us. Moments of family interactions that might have gone good or bad. Uh, Anytime you open the fridge, we think about these They occur all day. My point, if not completely obvious, is that the very nature of a person's path of wellness is every point along our lives is a chance for a fresh, thoughtful decision. That might seem like a a no-brainer, but let me be very clear that there are far more specific, unique points or locations along our timelines during our lives at which we can pause and consider a single decision at the very least and maybe the the closest to uh, our limits of awareness is that each breath you take is a new point on your timeline how you use or spend that specific moment matters it all matters every split second whatever time span you're able to attend to is a a new moment for a thoughtful decision. And in the case of a breath, not only does that time frame of the breath offer a decision window, but how you take that breath can be extremely important. You can have an unusually significant impact on your day and even your entire life simply because of how you take and release a single breath. Now that is an opportunity for change, healthy change. All right, but this isn't about the value of breathing. It's about the value of each of these moments along your life's timeline. And, and of course, when I refer to uh, your path of wellness, I mean your personal journey, your life's timeline. They are all the same. Life is a path of wellness. And along with the 86,400 seconds worth of opportunities that we get each day, and yes, that includes while we sleep, which is a topic for some other time, we have nearly an equal number, if not more, reference cues to observe upon which we can base those decisions. For example, how we feel after eating or drinking something or after responding in a specific uh, way towards a family member or something. Uh, uh, we, We can look at our weight. That's obviously a cue, our heart rate, our blood pressure. 
<clears throat> Does the pain in the hips or the knees uh, act like a cue to you? Can you ignore it? What about the tickle in the throat? The tickle that I have right now in my throat, which I'll get to in a second. I can choose to ignore it or not. Even barely missing an accident in your car or while you're walking down the street is an opportunity to pause and consider what we've decided if we allow that to occur. And the list goes on and on. There are an endless number of cues we have to catch during the course of a given day. And yes, again, I include the clues we can get and see when we are sleeping. And when combined, these all add up to tremendous opportunities for change. Now, there are countless examples in my life, which I think I've discussed many times. In fact, uh, I'm often taking advantage of my personal treasure trove of decision opportunities. I, I, I like that. I like how that, that, that sounds. Uh, but there's a recent one right, happening right now uh, that really highlights this point. And I've mentioned uh, in a long ago previous episode uh, my esophageal issues and the period I don't know, 15 or so years ago when my throat went scratchy, a cough began, reflux began setting in terribly, tremendous indigestion that I seemed to deal with. I was heavier than ever and was eventually told that I had a hiatal hernia and was one medical step away from esophageal cancer. And within a year or so, I had identified all the reflux triggers eliminated the cough and scratchy throat, figured out how to avoid indigestion, lost 39 pounds, reduced my hernia by 25%, which is something the doctor says isn't supposed to be able to occur uh, through conscious effort. And most importantly, my risk of cancer disappeared for the time being. It's been well over uh, a decade um, since all of those reflux triggers, those foods have been added back into my diet. But a few months ago, these symptoms slowly began returning after all that time. And this was an important moment of awareness, but I made no changes. The decision opportunity was there with lots of cues, but I chose to just hope they went away on their own and they didn't and they fully haven't really. And though the reflux wasn't consistent, my cough certainly was. And with the clear recognition of what was happening and why it was happening, I, I, I gave in to the obvious. The number one trigger in my life was coffee. And now the new coffee that I had begun making and loving had to go. Strawberries had to go. Turkey, gone. Balsamic vinegar, gone. How random do those seem together, right? And within a matter of days, however, literally days, the symptoms were gone for the most part. But, you know, for now, if I drink even a couple sips of coffee, which I did just prior to starting recording this for some reason or eat a strawberry, the symptoms uh, quickly return. I am very much walking a fine line right now, fully aware of being on the border between okay and in trouble. And to drive this point home, actually, about being attentive to all the cues and how there can be so many of them available to us, I simultaneously experienced changes in what might have been considered unrelated cues. Certain data points from my Fitbit and my body fat scale were a little troubling. 
<clears throat> heart rate uh, variability was unusually low, somewhat connected to the previous symptoms I've mentioned. My subcutaneous fat percentage, the percentage of fat located uh, just beneath the skin, had reached an unhealthy range for the first time, and my biological age was closer than ever to my chronological age. And to top it off, in that same period, I just got my first cavity since childhood. Now, in some ways, these can seem unrelated to these reflux symptoms, but they were all cues along my timeline that came together to give me an indication of where my health was headed, what I was in store for. I needed behavior change and I remain aware and pay attention to what works for me and so I was able to counteract every troubling cue and do so pretty quickly. Got that subcutaneous fat down beneath that troubling uh, danger zone. Now unfortunately the jury is still out on the cavity. I'm not sure I can reverse that since I've never tried. Uh, but I knew, I know how I got there and I know what to do to uh, slow its progression. I could go on and on, but the point is that I pause, I become aware, and I respond, and I pay attention to what works. These are themes that have run through nearly every single episode I've done. There are themes that are critical to becoming and staying well. This is what allows us to make mindful decisions, not only on New Year's or birthdays or Mondays, but when we're faced with the many, many choices throughout our lives along our personal path of wellness. Until next time.